It's time again for the Jason Lee Club Show. It's time again for the Jason Lee Club Show. It's time again for the Jason Lee Club Show. And action, away we go. Welcome to Here's Your Freaking Podcast with the Jason Lee and Cluck Show. If you enjoy the podcast, please tell a friend. You can stay up to date, all things JLNK. Just head over to JLNKshow.com. That's not and, that's in, JLNK.com. Uh, I, I'm, I'm sorry if I feel like I'm rushing a lot of this podcast, but I'm excited to get to the end of the podcast because there's a story that I've been sitting on for a week that... I can't take it. I'm just so excited about this story because it will be the worst person on the planet uh, just because we didn't know that this was a thing. I mean, it's a thing, and now we know it's a thing, and it's bad, man. It's really, really bad. Um, We'll talk about how uh, erectile dysfunction pills are flying off shelves these days. We'll talk about etiquette now for the orgy, now that we're post-pandemic. Hey, you don't want to show up in some uncultured room at the orgy. We'll also talk about how you can recycle your sex toys. We'll talk about the biggest surprises men got the first time they saw a woman naked. All right, but let's begin right here. There's two very important things about the podcast today I'm super excited about in our very first uh, part our very first segment here is is the other thing besides the last thing that we'll talk about let's make the first thing the other most exciting what happens if you get a tattoo on your penis <sighs> evidently the, the dong ta- be pretty bad dong tattoos are a lot more prevalent than we knew they were a lot more dudes have tattoos on their peckers than we thought they did and with anything else in life there's a positive and there's a negative there's a pro and there's a con. The pro is probably you've got a, a pretty popular dick at the orgy. Like, hey, it's all decorated. Look at me, all this fanfare, glamour. You're like a peacock with his feathers out. So they asked guys that have prick tats, what's it like? And how great is it? And how bad is it? So the pros and the cons from Men's Health Magazine, as they talk to men who have tattoos on their peckers. Do you want to start with the pros or the cons? Well, let's start with the cons and then see if they are outweighed by the pros. We obviously know what the number one con is. The the worst thing is the the pain. Pain tolerance is key when you're getting a tattoo on your Johnson on a scale of 1 to 10. That's got to be up there, man. That skin is really thin. You know what they call... Um, three of the dudes they talk to who have the dick tats say the pain was a 5 or a 6. Well, that's not bad. Oh, my God. It's a five or a six for the shaft, (laughs) which leads you to, which obviously, if you know, what else do you know about that? There's more than just a shaft tattoo. Are there balls tattoos? The tip of the dick. Oh, no. Is an 11 on a 10 scale. That's where all the nerve endings are. They say the pain is a shooting pain. But the good news is it only lasts for a few seconds at a time. Good Lord. Another con for getting the dick tattoo. You have to wait two or three weeks before sex after getting your dong tatted up. Yeah, you got to let it heal, man, because that's an open wound. I imagine one of the big cons, too, is being in the uh, tattoo parlor with your dick out. And that either you or somebody else has to stretch it out. Uh, I imagine the guy has to use his fingers to kind of pull the skin tight. Or, you know, maybe there's a fluffer there. Maybe there's a fluffer. We don't know. 
It seems like you'd almost need a fluffer, though, right? You don't want like a little ten, tiny tattoo while it's all soft, and then when you get big, then it gets all stretched out. It looks all blurry. But I imagine, hey, but you got to, yeah, you got to go at it erect. But I imagine if it's hard, nothing will make it soft, like stabbing it with a needle. Unless that's your thing. Yeah. Uh, they do say occasionally you'll meet someone who's completely put off at the thought of what's going on in your pants. Obviously, if you tell somebody you have a prick tattoo, they're going to go, some people are going to go, okay, I'll admit that's pretty neat. But other people will say, that's that's bad. That's terrible. I think your first thought is, bullshit, let me see. Oh, you almost have to ask to you, see you it. You have to. Uh, you know. Yeah, I have a, I have a, I have a tattoo on my penis. Nah, it's not that I don't believe you, but... Uh, all right. Show everyone. And I guarantee you they will. It's yeah. like a girl that gets fake boobs. She can't wait to show everybody. If you got a tattoo on your pecker, you're going to do the same thing. They do say that sometimes, though... You didn't get that just for you to enjoy. Some people are so put off by it that it is a deal breaker. Some of the men say that it is a deal breaker, and women don't want to be with you because, well, that's kind of weird. All right, here are the pros. This is the positive. Uh, whoa, okay. Uh, the positive is the bleeding is minimal. Providing your tattoo artist has a quote-unquote light hand. Oh, there's a difference, man. It says the healing process doesn't take any longer than any other tattoo that you might get on your body. That's another pro. So if you, you get like a, a an arm tat or a prick tat, it doesn't matter. The healing time is the same. Uh, when most people, this is the guys with the tattoos, they say, uh, when people find out about it, most people are likely to be intrigued or turned on when they find out that you've got it going on. They do say it is the ultimate icebreaker. You bet your ass it is. <laughs> Welcome to the job interview. How are you? I have a dick tattoo. Well, let's talk about it. They say the sensitivity doesn't change at all once things healed up. It just looks cooler. What do you even get tattooed on your dick? I'm trying to think of like, is it like a tribal? Do you get like? It's uh, probably like a phoenix that rises. Like you're a, like, oh, oh, look at yeah. the little, look at the squawky little bird, and he's like, walk, walk, and you're like, wow, look at this dong. What was everybody getting for a while? Get like a Chinese character. Hey, you should get barbed wire, <laughs> <laughs> like Johnny Douche of the Oakleys hey. with his armband, with his arm tattoo of barbed wire. You should get it on your prick. This dick is dangerous. And it wears Oakleys. Yeah, this dick went to juvie. Wears a St. Louis Cardinals jersey. <laughs> If you're getting, uh, if you're, it says, if getting your stuff prettied up is something you're curious about, they recommend finding a good illustrator you're comfortable with to draw on you for fun. If you like how it looks, then do it. If you don't, eventually the ink <laughs> hey, will fade. That's a weird thing. Look, yeah. I don't want you to tattoo it. Just draw on my dick real quick. Let me see how it looks. Yeah. And then, you know, can, and you, if you, can you scribble this on my balls, please? If you stare at it for a couple of days and you're like, eh. I don't think it works. Yeah. Then you can go back to the drawing board. Uh, speaking of your pecker, uh, the erectile dysfunction drug sales booming. It does certainly seem like they advertise that everywhere all the time, whether it's like YouTube or uh, Facebook. I've heard sports radio ads for it. There is a huge rise, no pun intended, a huge rise in the sale of ED drugs. And it all comes from the pandemic. Again, no no pun intended. One doctor suggests that some people were having more spontaneous sex than ever with their partners while they were at home. And they always want to be ready from here on out. They decided spontaneous sex, hey, that's pretty fun. The sales of Cialis alone have doubled in the last eight months. Damn, son. 
So again, it goes back to boy, it seems sure seems like everybody was doing it during the pandemic, except you know, <laughs> us, all of us. I want to know who these people are that were constantly doing the sex. Good lord! Next time someone's like, "How was your pandemic?" Like, I'm just sexually exhausted. Yeah, just to see the look on their face. I'll try it on for a size. All right. Well, if you're what are you looking? If you're looking to do something with that boner, here's um, there's a wow a COVID orgy guide. The New York City Health Department is at it again. They've just updated, updated their COVID guideline, guidelines for group sex. How much group sex is going on in the world where now the health department is involved? I've never been invited. A leading advice expert says, one, you need to get vaccinated. If you enjoy a good orgy. And who doesn't? You need to get vaccinated, of course. But the guidelines are pretty specific advice on other precautions that you need to be taking including uh, make it kinky by being creative with sexual positions and physical barriers like walls or perhaps like a stall. <laughs> barriers like wall. What, ah, glory holes what, what you're talking about. There's a, why, why, why is there a hole here? Genital high. Uh, they say, yeah, you, and you can get creative on how to put some sort of distance between you and your partner or partners or put a barrier in between your partner or your partners, and just consider it a way to make it kinkier. Uh, the New York City Health Department also recommends, how about Zoom orgies? Zoom orgies. Yeah, you can fuck right off of that. Yeah, that sounds like less fun than a Zoom meeting. Oh, they also uh, they also suggest ways that you can stay safe during COVID for your orgy you know, schedule. Choose a larger group sex venue with good ventilation. Oh. I think good ventilation is a must, no matter what. Uh, conference C, conference room C of the Holiday Inn off the highway. Pre or post COVID, it doesn't matter. Good ventilation, I yeah. think, is a must for any orgy. <laughs> hey, can we get a little air moving in this room, please? I feel like I'm going to throw up. Uh, recent data shows that 52% of New Yorkers are fully vaccinated, and 71% at least have one dose. So that's good news for the orgy circuit. Yeah, that's one big hurdle crossed. Okay, so I didn't know this, and... I think this might be a good idea, I guess. Unwanted sex toys now have a brand new home. You mean they're not thrown hastily out of your car along the highway after dark? Yeah, I think, what do you do? What do you, like, wrap it up in a Kroger bag and yeah. you stuff it down at the bottom of the can? Hey, even when you throw <laughs> that shit like, away... I hope, you... I hope when the garbage man dumps this can, the shit doesn't fly all over the street because yeah. I've got a... Uh, you know, a Teddy Tallywhacker in there. Uh, ooh, Teddy Tallywhacker. Those are nice. And then you say, oh, I hope I got the batteries out of that thing so it doesn't accidentally turn on. Even if you've thrown one away, your first thought is somehow this is bag of trash is going to get ripped yeah. open and someone's going to be looking through it, hey. see my name and address on a on a bill, and uh, yep. then see, like, you know, Dongzilla. No matter what happens, a piece of my mail will be attached <laughs> to this sex toy. <laughs> and, and then stuck to the very tip of this enormous monster cock. There oh, was a piece you, of mail with Warren's name on did it. Did you lose something in the street today? <laughs> What? <laughs> oh, my cable bill. <laughs> uh, only mail with your address on it sticks to sex toys. This pocket pussy would just clutter with my bills. Unwanted sex toys are now being able to be stripped and their parts are sent around the world. It's a new recycling program that has been set up by an adult online store. Adult Toy Megastore. Which is weird because usually when you think a sex toy's life has reached its end or its usefulness is over, like it's... 
it has nothing left to give this earth, dear Lord. Yeah, you know, he's been put through the paces, yeah. you know. Uh, adult Toy Mega Store is asking people to send their unwanted electronic metal and glass adult toys to their warehouse so it can be recycled. Hey, so you want me to take a sex toy that I've used, put it in a box with my name and address on it for the return label, and send it? No. Nope. Like this is the whole problem I was trying to avoid. Uh, they will break... Oh, God, if you think your job sucks... They'll break down the sex toys and store uh, materials until uh, they have enough of them to be recycled. So, you know, they'll collect the shit and collect the shit and collect the shit. And then when they get enough, they're like, okay, we can now take this to market and recycle it. Hey, what if you're the guy has got to strip them down? You're like, all right, here's the big room that's filled with all the old used latex. And put the gloves on, please. Batteries and circuit boards are collected and shipped to South Korea, where the reusable materials will be stripped for recycling hazardous substances and uh, safely disposed of. Metal sex toys or metal found in the products. Metal found in the products are then reused as ball bearings or mul- <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, They're shipped to Germany where the Germany. metals will be extracted, sorted, pressed into bales, and melted down and reformed in the next step in their life cycle. Wow, so your child could be riding around on a bicycle made with recycled dildo parts. Sex toy parts that don't have a recycling option. I didn't know this. You can't recycle PVC or silicone. They're sent to the landfill as recommended by the Environmental Protection Agency. However, if you do decide to start returning your sex toys to Adult Toy Megastore, you will receive a $10 discount on your next purchase. Hey. So you send the box in and they'll send you a coupon for 10 bucks off. Um, it's, all, it's open to anybody and any unwanted sex toy. Uh, and you can make it happen. Yeah, I'll just keep throwing mine under a bush at the local park. Yeah, instead of shamefully wrapping it and dumping it at the bottom of the neighbor's garbage can, you can get some money out of it. AdultToyMegastore.com All right, what did you think the first time you saw a woman naked? Like like in the flesh, like naked. Not like on television, like a woman takes off her clothes in front of you and you're like, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, this is what I've been waiting for. Oh, it was mind-blowing. I think I had sensory overload. First time you see a woman naked, obviously, it's something that burns itself into your brain for the rest of time. You spend the rest of your life trying to reach that high again. <laughs> you chase that dragon forever. Oh, that dragon, you chase it. Uh, Reddit had a hilarious question. What were some of the biggest surprises the first time you saw a woman naked? Here's a couple of the responses. Um, okay, that. All right, I'll, I'll save my favorite one here for a second. Uh, one guy says, I was surprised by how low the vagina is compared to the to the placement of the penis like penises are on the front of the torso yeah i guess he's right yeah vaginas are way lower than that i like that in that moment that's what that guy's thinking that's a lot. not where i thought the vagina would be yeah i thought it was on the front door not underneath i thought it would hang higher yeah the labia weren't like face lips Hey, hey, hey this, what if they were? Hey, this guy says, I thought women could move them. Uh, one guy says, Hello. boobs were so much more glorious than I had ever dreamed. That is very true. Um, one guy says, her boobs didn't honk when I squeezed them. That's, that's a you thing. Uh, somebody says, I lost my virginity to this girl who had what looked to be the two same size boobs with her clothes on. When we got naked... She had one bigger boob and one smaller boob. But it's not really that noticeable unless you get closer to her face. From then on, a lot of girls... I thought that's fairly common. It is very common, yeah. 
From then on, a lot of girls that I've been with have had different shaped and sized boobs. It's always so fascinating to find different ways that people are unique. They're like snowflakes. And then here's my favorite. Uh, Men share the biggest surprises from the first time they saw a woman naked. Well, the back door is literally right next to the front door. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa! Whoa! like right next door to each other yes yes they sure are all right here's my favorite story this is what i wanted to get to because this is something that we've never heard of before and we've 11 years of doing this show man we've heard some shit and this is shit we've never heard of before the fella's name this is god's honest truth his name is shaft bang adams Shaft Bang Adams is a 30-year-old. Said you're going to do porno. Yeah. Uh, Shaft Bang Adams is a 30-year-old man. Cops arrested Chef Bang Adams. (laughs) He was driving on a revoked or uh, a suspended license. He does have more than a dozen prior drug convictions. All right? This is, by the way, he's a Florida man. Obviously, we all fucking knew that. It's Shaft Bang Adams. He's got a dozen prior drug convictions. So when they pulled him over, they're like, yo, Chef Bang Adams again? What's up, man? You're a frequent flyer, Chef Bang Adams. They're like, come on, get out. And they strip searched him. They didn't do it on the side of the road. I mean, eventually they strip searched They didn't do it. It's Florida. Fuck, who knows? They, uh, they conducted a strip shirt search and discovered four crystal rocks of methamphetamine. Hmm. Hidden in his foreskin. <laughs> the last place they thought to look, see? Tucked underneath my foreskin. Did you uh did did you maybe look under the turtle shell? <laughs> oh, I didn't think of that. <laughs> As a cop, are you trained? They're like, all right. No way, man. Hey, the, hey, put the top down. Let's see it. Hey, whatever cheesemo is in there no. can fucking stay there. Yeah. I don't care. I like that that's the place the guy thought to hide it. Hey, who's got to be the guy that pulls it back? <laughs> <laughs> like, you do it. He's like, no. Hey, it's not like going out in the country into a, like a like a, like an old barn and you see a car under a car cover and you gently pull it back. <laughs> Dust it off. It's not the same thing at all. No. You're pulling back this man's foreskin and fucking meth tumbles out onto the hey, floor. We've been doing this podcast now for four years. We've never had a story about a guy hiding anything in his foreskin. 30-year-old Chef Bang Adams has been charged with possession of meth. Obviously, oh, it's not mine. The fuck it isn't, guy. <laughs> hey, I've never pe- been so sure of something in my life. Yeah. That meth belongs to you. He's also Do you been think tra- it's a panicky moment where he decides like he has no other options, that's where he puts it? Or is that like a regular carrying place? I guess after you do it the first time, you're like, that's convenient as hell. Mm-hmm. That's super convenient because... No one's going to pull that back to reveal Although, the meth on the inside. What are you thinking when you're smoking that first meth rock that was all like under your sweaty fucking foreskin? Like, ooh, it's got a certain tang to it. So it's a, that's a, it's a cock rock. Yeah. Hey! He's also uh, in, <laughs> introducing contraband into a penal institution, obviously, because he got drugs and he was trying to smuggle them into jail. Hey, four rocks of meth hidden in his foreskin. Can you imagine you're the cop and how trembly your hand is as you're you're pushing it down the shaft to try to expose? <laughs> hey, like, hey, what's going through your head? You're like, you're no, no, like, you're like, no way, no way. And then you see the first one, you're like, holy shit! You start pushing back real fast. You go home to your wife, and your wife says, "How was your day?" And you're like, "Well, I'm going to lay it out there. 
I did the gayest thing I've ever done today. <laughs> I pushed a man's foreskin back. Uh, I had to, I, I, your I, wife says, that's pretty super gay. Yeah. And you're like, yep. That's pretty gay. That's probably the day I quit the force. I'm like, you know what? I could probably do some some private investigation work. Oh, it's like birthing a child. They're like, oh, oh, I see the head. I they, see the head. Do, do you think one comes out and then you're like, you keep going? There's more. They they all pop out at once. Yeah. Uh, his rap sheet, by the way. Everyone starts cheering like, oh shit, yeah. here he goes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Shaft Bag Adams, by the way, has tw- twenty convictions, which also include assault. Battery, imprisonment, and of course, all his drug priors that he has. Wow, he imprisoned somebody. Yeah. All stuff that you would do if you're hiding methamphetamines underneath your foreskin. Yeah. So, uh, good on uh, Shaft Bang Adams. Uh, he's obviously, he's found himself in a whole lot Did of he, trouble. Like the car dealer meme where he slaps his foreskin. Like, you can fit so many rocks underneath this bad boy. Right. Oof. A round of applause, by the way. Maybe you, you're playing the at-home game. We chose not to go with it, but a round of applause for everybody that didn't make a meth head comment. Good for you. The low-hanging fruit was there the whole time, and nobody took it. Good job. We're so growing. there you go. There's your, uh, there's your worst person on the planet for just one day. That story's going to stick with me for years. I guarantee it. They'll, 20 years from now, I'll be sitting somewhere, and I'll say, hey, you want to hear a great story? And they'll say, yeah. I said, oh, I got a great meth story for you. All right. Hope you enjoyed the podcast. Obviously, if you did, share it. Uh, check out the Terrestrial Radio Show if you didn't know that we had that also. And you can stay up to date with all of our social media stuff. Everything you need to know about the Jason Lee and Cluck Show can be found easily. Just head over to jlnkshow.com. And we do it every Tuesday. Obviously, we will see you next Tuesday. Podcasts by Federated Media.